Welcome to Women Waken, a podcast that helps you heal spiritually from trauma in relationships, childhood, and early life conditioning to shift from a place of codependency to a state of divine feminine love, acceptance, harmony, and abundance. On Women Waken, we begin the journey to waken from the illusion of needing to prove our worth into the divine experience of knowing our worth. I'm your host, Whitney Walker. I'm a licensed mental health therapist, and I specialize in substance abuse, addiction, eating disorders, trauma, and spirituality. I'm also a fellow human being who has experienced most of the issues that I explore on this show. On today's guest episode, I'm welcoming such a lovely and delightful guest, Emma Andrews. Emma is an intuitive and a medium, and the creator of the Intuitive Method course. Emma and I have such a beautiful time talking because we both have had strong shifts in our life where we began to recognize the power of going within, of listening to that voice within, of learning to develop confidence, self-love, and trust by using our intuition. Together we share our challenges and trials in learning to embrace our intuition and trusting the things that fall away when we begin on that path how to deal with the doubt and insecurities that still come up, even when we're on our path and connecting more with our intuition, that it is a daily effort and practice to do so. And Emma shares about her personal story, her incredible story about connecting with spirits and past loved ones from a very young age and not really knowing what to do with it, which is oftentimes many people's experience. And it's so helpful to hear more voices speak of how this happens for them and how they navigate it. So take a listen and enjoy. Hello, Emma. Welcome to the Women Waken podcast. Hi, Whitney. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. I'm so grateful to have been connected with you, Emma, and to have you on the show. I really appreciate your work. It really speaks directly to me, your your focus of developing confidence and self-love for humans and to begin to use their intuition as a means to that, I think is so pivotal at this time more than ever. I really think, I think it's sort of the bridge that's going to take us into a new experience of life is my thought. So of course I want to hear yours. Um, Emma, you are an intuitive, you're a medium and you're the creator of the intuitive method course. I want to hear all about this. Can you tell us a little more about your work before we get back into your story? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I work as an intuitive and a medium. So I do one-on-one sessions with people in person and over the phone. Um, And that is um, a really amazing opportunity uh, for individuals to, to see what intuition can do. And to witness the power of intuition and 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 learn and experience what it feels like to connect with their own energy, to to have the things that they perceive about themselves validated and supported. Um, so that's the work that I do in my one-on-one sessions. Um, and I also teach intuition, and I'm so passionate about teaching intuition. And just my my life's mission to teach everyone all the things I know about intuition because everyone is intuitive. Intuition is a skill 
um, that we're just not taught usually how to connect with. And, and when you learn the, the very simple foundational principles of intuition and you learn the way that your intuition communicates to you because it's different for every person, then you have a connection to yourself, a really deep and profound connection to yourself. And you can build that relationship with yourself. Um, and so that's why I love to teach teach about intuition. And I teach all over the US and I also teach my course, The Intuitive Method, um, which I teach once a year and we're starting in January 15th. So starting pretty soon. And that's a 12 week online course where we learn different principles about intuition every week. We learn different aspects of intuition, different parts, and then we practice together, which um, has very powerful transformational effects on my students' lives. Well, how incredible <laughs> and what a beautiful thing, Emma, to now be doing the work of your soul, your soul, your calling, your purpose, your passion. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I wake up and pinch myself every day. Like I get to do this. This is so fun. It's so exciting. It's just, um, it, I feel like a kid in a candy store every day. And I'm so grateful for, to be able to do this work. Now I'm curious, are most of your clients women or do you have both men and women that are in your courses? Yeah, I have, um, men and women that are clients and students. Definitely the majority is female identifies as female for sure. Right. And I see it. That is a powerful thing. I also am very big on intuition because you start to realize that it's a quote unquote superpower. It's really just a natural ability that all humans have. However, I, I do believe it's particularly women. I think that feminine masculine energy are just energies. They're just that. And that the feminine is that which is more attuned to the unseen, right? You, it's often said that women are sort of like the, the abyss. They're like the, the void, the deep infinite abyss that brings forth life. And then the masculine is that which sort of creates from that into the physical, right? So it's this beautiful yin yang energies. And we vastly have denied the feminine abilities on this planet is the way that I see it. And I see that that's why we have the imbalance we do where everything is focused on what you produce, how much you have mm. your stature. Mm. There's very little emphasis or, or credit given to your own sacred self, your own unique gifts. Everything's been kind of like sort of packaged and sold to people as something that you have to see, touch and smell physically. And it discounts anything that's considered quote unquote whimsical, right? Which people would say that the psychic, because to me, a lot of intuition is psychic abilities, the clairs, the additional senses. Those are just as important as everything else we utilize right now. Sight, taste, touch. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, what I think, what I think is such a powerful gift that women have for the world. One of the gifts that women have is this ability to, to work with the collective, right? To work with collective energies and the, the greater energies on the earth at once, right? Whereas men are more detail focused, women can see lots of things that are happening and make collective decisions for people that um, support everyone, right? That are that are um, in the well-being and for the well-being of all. Uh, but women were taught 
to um, not believe themselves. Like our society doesn't trust women, doesn't believe women. And, and we're taught to doubt ourselves. We really are. And so if you're listening to this and you're like, why, why am I not so intuitive? You know, why, why can't I connect with this? I've tried so hard or I'd love to be that way. Well, there's a reason you were probably taught to do the opposite. You were probably taught to doubt yourself. And so the journey to reconnect with your intuition, it really is about coming home to yourself and coming home to this alternate reality where the collective good is the focal point and is the sort of heartbeat of your um, truth and existence. And that's where you're your highest good and your highest well-being sits within that, within the well-being of the collective as women. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there, there really is this shifting that's happening. And, and, you know, a lot of people who are part of whether you want to call it the conscious movement, the spiritual community, they are tuned to this idea that we are moving into that age of recognizing that there is such thing as a collective, that there's no such thing as the individual. We're all in this together. Everything that every single one of us does affects the whole and that truly we're meant to we're meant to work together as a whole we're meant to be doing this collaboratively rather than competitively and i see that as the the, the the distinction between the world that's going to be in existence in the future is it's going to be collaborative rather than competitive because competition also causes us to doubt ourselves because it puts this idea in our head that says some people are better than you so you have mm-hmm. to think yourself as less than if you're not as smart or successful, whatever it is. If you can't compete as well, then you're worthless. The feminine says everyone is of worth. Everyone has a place at the table to share their ideas and to contribute. When human beings don't feel they have anything to contribute, they feel disconnected. They feel a sense of worthlessness. There's a lot of that that many people experience right now. When women in particular tap into their intuition, they are reminded of that truth. The truth that you're not going to hear just in day-to-day life through messages, through things that, you know, outlets in our world, whether it's media or conversations, it's not talked about often. Mm -hmm. And that's Mm -hmm. why it's important to go within. And that's what intuition is. It's when you go within and you say, what do I feel to be true? What, when I let go of all the noise all around me, what could, in the stillness, what do I know to be true? And I think that's a powerful thing. It's one of the most powerful things we can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to come into into awareness and to into into presence. That's where um, things happen for the healing of all from that place of presence and awareness where we're witnessing just what's happening and accepting what's happening and present with what's happening the solutions just arise and and it, the it's the that more masculine energy that that wants to control or force things or know how something's going to happen the feminine energy is letting go of knowing right it's releasing the the hold the control and letting go of the knowing so that a greater awareness can come into our into our field and we can see all these beautiful opportunities all these beautiful options where healing can happen on its own so many people think that healing is like i used to think that healing is like a conscious thing that's done in our mind you know where we have to like heal 
<laughs> and you have to like use mental energy to like remember things and like you know strain yourself to heal and get better and like use this like energy to do it healing is just a natural it's just a natural experience everything on earth is always in repair and balancing back out it just happens naturally without thought and without force and so connecting with that energy the intuitive energy um and the, and the space within you where intuition arises in the presence that allows that healing to occur within your body, but also within the whole world, within your community, within your relationships, within your family, just taking that moment to, to come into presence can have such profound effects on, on everyone's life because it gives you that insight and it connects you with, you like tap out of ego for a second, right? And so you can connect with this higher wisdom that is supporting the well-being of all. Yeah, absolutely. And it's those moments, those times that we spend disconnected from the ego that it takes the edge off, that edge that we feel so much of in most of our daily life, which is, oh, I I did this wrong. I didn't do good enough on this. I That person doesn't like me. All these doubts and everything that just is yeah. so uncomfortable to be with. But when you release yeah. ego, you're like, none of that is true. None of that has to, be. and it's it's not so much that it's not true. It's that it, it doesn't have to be a judgment or or a value system that I live by. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That place that I'm not enough, that not enoughness, that's what, that's the messaging that we get that, that is what keeps us running <laughs> and being those producers. and. Um, yeah, being in competition, like our our culture is sort of structured right now, especially in the U.S., it's structured around this competition, this this sort of rat race to to be better, to always be better, and to be um, be achieving. And that the, what's behind all of that is this message that I'm not enough as I am, and which is a lie for everyone. <laughs> It's a lie for everyone, no matter what your life looks like. Even if there are things you think aren't the best or you're not proud of, you are enough as you are. You are deserving of love. You are worthy of love. You're precious. You're beautiful just as you are. Um, And so connecting with yourself, connecting with that higher wisdom and with your intuition through presence. allows you to connect with that, that truth, that what if I am enough? What if I, what if I am deserving of love just as I am today? And that is, is such a game changer in terms of how we experience ourselves and move through the world. Because again, it takes that discomfort out of it. It takes that unpleasant feeling of consistently believing that we need to strive and do more. We can just say, just as I am, I am loved. I am whole. I am complete. I can be at peace, right? Because I don't know about you, but I've spent most of my life feeling like I have this like nagging at the back of my head that's always saying, no, you can't be happy. You can't feel good because because there's things there's things you didn't do right. There's things that you're not that you did wrong. There's things that you're not good enough at. It's just this constant thing. And it's not true. And I really do think that as a species, we've developed it as a survival mechanism because we believed that, you know, 
we wouldn't be taken care of. We're not safe unless we, just as you said, keep producing, keep moving, keep striving for more. There's yeah. a balance, right? Like I, I think that again, masculine is more of the creational, like what can you build with the, you know, the feminine energy of life? What do you want to bring forth? I always use the analogy that the feminine is like the root system of a tree that helps it grow. And the masculine is the outgrowth, the, the branches, the fruits that come from it, the leaves, those are fantastic, right? But you can't have that unless you focus on the root system. Mm. And so it's, it's important to not be so focused on that and to really honor yourself without having to do anything or be anything specific. Yeah. Well, I think what I love that, I love that image of the tree. And what was coming up as you were saying that was, you know, how important connecting with our intuition is for, for discovering our motivations and for, for centering before taking action. Because a lot of people on, on sort of autopilot moving through life, their root system is actually just like a subconscious messaging, right? It's just that unconscious messaging from their life and patterns of behavior that might not be supporting them. So the so then the actions that they take, right, are are based in fear and are coming from this place of I'm not enough or I need to do more. But when we come into center, when we come into presence and when we connect with our intuition, just for a moment, we can then say, okay, if I was enough, if everything was okay, if things are working out, what, what would I choose to do in this moment? What would I be, what would be my inspired action to take going forward? And so you do have both of them and that, and they are supposed to be side by side, right? Both of the masculine and feminine energy, but it's the feminine that we're, we're really not taught to connect with and to move from. And I think what came to mind, just as you said that, is that I think if we were able to let go of that belief that we had to do more and that if, if we could come in to believe that just as we are is okay, the first thing that would come to us is, well, I just want to contribute to the greater whole to help others. I think the only reason why we have so much energy of self-focusedness, self-centeredness is because we're so terrified that again, mm -hmm. that we're, it's like this survival mode. But when we let that go, we recognize that all we're really here to do is to help one another because you are me. I'm you. It's, you know, we're getting more and more aware. Even science is showing now that everything is connected. There is mm -hmm. no such thing as separateness. It's all one. And when we let go of that shell of ego, the, the fearfulness, we just want to move into a space of caring for one another and helping each other, including the planet. Right. And I think that's why a lot of women are more and more focused on reciprocity in terms of like giving back to the earth and reducing these operations that just deplete our resources and are just demolishing the, the planet. It's because we're starting to realize that we can't just keep going full speed to keep ourselves alive. There's because we don't have to do that. We don't have to do it at such a high cost is the feminine is what our intuition I feel will tell us when we open up to it. Because the thing about intuition, just as you said, you, you have to drop into it. It'll still pop up, but if you're so busy worrying about their stuff, you'll brush it away as some just intrusive thought, <laughs> just like some random thing that you're like, what was that? <laughs> but when you actually let yourself get into your intuition, it's because you've slowed down enough to say, 
I want to hear what's actually wanting to be said from a higher part of me. And that's when these truths come out. Yep. And, and maybe I could give a little tip about intuition because yes, please. Uh, lots of tips <laughs> for a lot of people who are interested in connecting with their intuition. Well, what we were talking about earlier, I, I feel like it's, it makes sense that people are terrified because if you haven't experienced your intuition, if you haven't experienced safe presence in your body before, there's no way you could know that there's another way to receive information outside of your brain or outside of the system of control that you've set up to get through life. Um, so it makes sense that you might be afraid or that there might be fear. But the amazing thing about intuition is, is that it's always there and that it's always um, supporting your highest good and it's always providing you with information. So we use our brains too much. We use our minds too much in our society. We're always analyzing and processing and trying to figure things out. We don't need the brain to make the majority of our decisions. Those decisions can be made with our intuition when we're present in our body. So the first tip that I have is any thought that you have that's fearful, that's panicky, that's anxious, that has like a, a sense of like, I have to do this, that's your mind. That's your thoughts. And those are lies. Always. <clears throat> so accurate intuitive information. It isn't fearful ever. It isn't panicky. There's no timer on it. It will come through soft, neutral, and sometimes surprising or unexpected. So the, the content of what comes through will be like, that's random right? Um, and this is really, this is a really important piece of intuition because if you're just starting out, like when I was just starting out, I would, I had lots of thoughts that wanted to pretend they were my intuition. <laughs> and so understanding that intuitive information, it comes from a place where their fear just doesn't exist in this space that intuition comes from. So if you have a fearful thought, it is your mind. It's mental. It's not accurate intuitive information. And so to connect with your intuition, you have to take time and practice to um, detach from your thoughts and come into the present moment. So that's why a lot of times when people um, go for a walk, go play with their dog, you know, be with their kids, they'll have like great ideas pop into their head or solutions to problems that they've been trying to figure out and they can't figure it out. In those moments, that's when your intuition will speak up because you're present and, and also because you're raising your vibration. So you're connecting with a higher frequency. You're having fun. You're, you're letting go of your mind. And so your intuition can flow in more easily because it's um, synchronizing kind of with um, this, a similar frequency. Yes. Yeah. And that's when things start to get fun. <laughs> it's like, you're starting to realize like, whoa, I have this ability to pull in information and can, and it's all very joyous. It's, it's, and I do find that it can happen a lot when you're outside, when you're in nature, for me, it's when I'm around animals, I feel this openness where I just, cause you're kind of letting go of a lot of these structures that we've created for ourselves that kind of keep us from our intuition and you become more of a free flowing channel to your intuition and intuition always feels to me, it feels 
good. It feels like a comforting thing. Just as you said, it's not that fearful energy. It's not an urgent energy. That's mm-hmm. what I also often offer people as well, is that if it feels like it's yelling at you, that's not intuition. <laughs> I don't think, you know, like I've had times where I've heard like, don't do that. Don't do it. And I'm like, uh Oh my, you know, no, that to me, that's my reactive brain. Whenever I've gotten intuitive guidance, I always say that it's, it's like a gentle breeze. It's like something just like breezes past my ear. That's like, love that. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, it's cause it's to me, intuition is a part of what you might call your soul, higher self source. And it has, it knows it doesn't need anything. So it doesn't need you to follow this guidance. It's a gift. It's an offering. And an offering is always something gentle, right? Mm -hmm. I also speak to that as being a therapist is I don't think it's a, a, in a therapist place to tell anybody what to do, but you can offer something right with your hand open. You're not sort of pushing it, like shaking your fist at someone. You should do this. It's a gentle, like here, here's, Mm -hmm. if you'd like it, take it. You really, I feel like intuition comes through when you've been asking for it. Right. And I call it your guides, your spirit, whatever are like, okay, we hear that you would like some help with this. Here's a suggestion, take it or leave it. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And often it will be surprising or unexpected. That's why I recommend that people have a practice of just writing down nudges or feelings that they get without turning on the brain and analyzing because I love that I love that you said it was like this joyous flow that you can get into when you're connecting with your intuition for a lot of people it doesn't reach that point (laughs) they get that information and then they can go into fear or they go into analyzing the information that they got and I love for people to try to stay in that flow as long as possible and a great way to do that is to just jot down what what you received and say I'll come back to that later. I'll read that through, read it all later and just stay in the feeling good moment, whatever you're doing and um, not try to solve anything or fix anything or figure anything out. Um, Because often intuitive information, it is random. It's unexpected. The reason for that that is because your mind hasn't had a chance to mull something over or figure it out or, you know, run it, run it by all the executives in your brain. It, it hasn't had a chance to do that. And so you're like, what? This is so random or this isn't relevant or my intuition is broken. It's not broken. Write it down and it'll make sense to you later. Um, or you can begin to start trusting things before fully understanding what's happening or um, the, the bottom line or what will come from it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Such beautiful tips and guidance. Emma, I appreciate it. I would love if you could share with us, what was your journey to connecting with your intuition? Were you born into the world in a family that embraced spirituality? Did you naturally always feel a bit connected to it? You do mention that at 21, you had a pretty profound experience that really opened you up to your intuitive gifts. So I'd love to hear that because I think that a lot of people sort of wonder how do I know when it's happening? If it hasn't happened for me yet, you know, what, when could that happen? Just, yeah. would love to hear your experience. Yeah. So, so I grew up, um, Catholic in a Catholic household. Um, so I grew up religious, um, but I, there was always something, you know, I always felt really connected to my spirituality. Um, 
not so much like the religious structure I was in. And so that was a little confusing as a child, feeling like there was these rules, but I felt something within myself that was really profound at times. And as a young girl, I would, um, when I went to mass, I would talk to my loved ones who had died. I had an uncle and a grandfather who had died and I would hear them talk back to me and I would have full conversations with them um, twice a week for years and years. Um, and that was really cool. And I believed it was real within myself, but I knew that outside of me, um, there wasn't much, there wasn't space for that part of myself, um, especially at that time in my life. So I sort of shut that part of myself down um, as I went into high school. And then I, um, when I was in college, I developed chronic illness um, that really was the beginning of my journey inward and my journey back to myself because I was a highly sensitive um, person and I was the oldest of five. And so I um, spent a lot of my time taking care of the needs of other people and using my, my empathy and my ability to sort of feel into, into situations and into other people to meet other people's needs. And I didn't, I didn't know I had feelings. I didn't know I had a body. <laughs> I mean, I did, but not really. I didn't know what it was like to be in my body. I didn't know what it was like to actually be in my feelings and feel supported and safe enough to experience those things. So becoming sick was the beginning of my journey inward, where I sort of had to disconnect from my uh, sort of cultural system of being that person, being that caretaker, and learn to become a caretaker for myself and connect with myself in a deeper way. So I began meditating, I began um, doing energy healing on myself, and um, it was during a meditation that I had a profound experience where I felt this big pink cloud come into my awareness. And um, with it came a message that someone in my family was going to die. But it was said with so much love and so much uh, warmth, like I just felt good hearing it. And that was weird. <laughs> I knew something was weird because the, the content of the message was, my brain would usually think of as very, very bad, um, very distressing, but I just felt relaxed. I felt safe and I knew that everything was going to be okay. Um, and so I sort of let that cloud float away because I didn't really believe in myself yet. I didn't believe in my intuition. I didn't, I didn't know what that was. And so I let it float away and then it came back even bigger with the same message that someone is going to die soon that everything's going to be okay, that I'm so loved and I was just wrapped up in this hug. So I sat up from my meditation and I turned to my fiance at the time and I was like, this is really weird, but I just keep getting this message or feeling that someone is going to die in my family. And he said, that's really weird. Um, hopefully that's not true. And uh, so I forgot about that message until a week later, my dad had a heart attack and died. And um, that really that really rocked my world. Losing him in such a 
shocking way, but also having had this warning, having had this sort of heads up that something like this was going to happen, it really um, changed my perception of reality um, because I knew all the way down to my bones that uh, there's more to life than just this physical experience that we're all loved all the time um, and that there's this energy that's always trying to support us and take care of us and share with us this beautiful guidance to support us and, and through the challenging things we experience while we're here. So after my father passed away, I began to meditate and he began to come to me and talk to me. And the first time he came to me was on the way home from the hospital. And I saw his figure just in my mind's eye in front of me. And he had no wrinkles. He looked so nice and young. And he had this glow, golden glow around the edge of his, um, around his sort of silhouette. And um, he said to me a very specific message that was later um, given to me by an acquaintance who came up to me and said, hey, Emma, can I share with you? Sometimes people come to me and uh, give me a message. And your dad came to me the night he died and gave me a message. And word for word, it was the same as this message I received from my dad. So that was when I was like, fuck, there's something here. This is real. I know other people aren't going to get it, but this is coming to me for a reason. I It keeps being validated and in my face, you know, being placed in my face over and over. I think there's something here for me. But I was scared, Whitney. I was super freaked out. Um, I stopped meditating for nine months. Um, because it was a lot, it was big energy and I didn't, I, it was a lot to have connected with that and receive that information. So I took nine months off and I just rested and healed and grieved for my dad and, and for the life that I knew before and for the person I was before. And then, yeah, about nine months later, I woke up one morning and was like, okay, I'm ready to get into this. I want to figure out how this was possible, how this worked. And I want to, I want to create a system that can help me to use it to support me in my life and that I can teach other people so that they can use it in their life so that they don't have to be afraid. They don't have to be, feel alone. They can connect with this energy that's always there. I didn't ask for this energy to come through. I didn't ask for information. I didn't ask for love. It's just always there being offered to us, you know, and, um, and it's there for every single person. So I, I began studying, I began working with people and then clients started coming to me and people started referring friends to me and, um, yeah, that's. Now I'm doing it full time and, and teaching. Well, thank you so much for having that courage or following your guidance to do it, because it sounds like you waited in just until just the right time when you were ready. And mm -hmm. that's so important, you know, and I always encourage that to people that it is shocking and daunting and alarming when these sort of connections, when this awareness starts to come online because it's, it isn't like it just 
cut suddenly turns on, it's always there, but it's like something shifts or I, I don't, I can't put my finger, but something happens where you all of a sudden are more, it's accessible where it wasn't before. And mm. it does change your idea of reality because we are given this very structured idea of what life is and that there is such things that are tr- true and are accurate and scientifically proven. And there are other things that are not. And they, and I mean, we've come a long way. I mean, hundreds of years ago, people would be killed for speaking about certain things that people would say was blasphemy or impossible witchcraft. We're not there anymore. And that's another big thing I talk about a lot in the show is why we're at such a big turning point is yes, you can be mocked by your families and friends who think it's weird. If you talk about this stuff, you can be trolled online, but for the most part, you're not going to be you know, taken out to the gallows anymore. You're not going to be hung in the town square. So we can speak of this stuff more, but we still sort of have, I think this inherent fear of doing so. Yeah. But it still feels like we could. (laughs) Yeah. It feels like we could. It feels like we could could for a lot of people. And for a lot of people that, 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 that sensation or the feeling of not being accepted by the people in your life or not being understood um, is akin to getting killed, right? It feels so it's a death. It's a death to lose. Well, just as you said, you had to, in those nine months, you had to come to terms with not being the person you thought you were in a way. Yeah. That and is a death. What, that's what can be scary about exploring your intuition for people or just really big. And that's why it's a process and it takes time and time that you might want to really get into it and explore it. And then there's times where you want to be offline and you want to disconnect for a year. You know, there's no pressure to, to try to keep it up, right? That's a lie that everything is like upward momentum and we're always, right, like achieving and getting better and better and better and, you know, always doing more intuition. It's a process because as you connect more with your intuition, you can connect more with your authentic self. And so the things that aren't aligned with that, the people that aren't aligned with that, the jobs that aren't aligned with that, they're going to start to not feel so good anymore. And they're going to fall away. And that's really scary for people. And that's been really hard for me as I've stepped into my power and into my authentic self and my journey is grieving the the, the things that are no longer a part of my life and, and grieving the person um, that I used to be. Yeah, completely. Thank you for for noting that Emma, because that is one of the hardest things, because again, we, we get back in our ego mind. So I've heard the phrase that, that says fear holds on and love lets go. So Mm. I think of it a lot when it comes to breakups, sometimes when I've ended a relationship, I want to hold on for, it's so hard to just say, okay, this ran its course. This is over. I can release it. Oh no. (laughs) Most of the time it's like, no, no, no. Like I miss them and I need them. And or I'm, it's going to be so sad without it's a, it's a loss. It's a death. It's a death within life. Right. We do that as well. When, cause if you take all the rationality out of it, all that's happening is that we are literally leveling up. Our energy is shifting in a way that who we were before is not quite who we are now. And with that shift comes a change in who we are, uh, you know, on the same frequency with energy, whatever you want to call it. Right. 
So take the ego or the mind out of it. And we're just like, love, just, okay, cool. We're going to flow right into it. But our brains tell us, oh no, what your friends don't want to talk to you anymore. Oh my gosh. There's, what did you do wrong? We start uh-huh. doubting ourselves, right? A big part of your work is helping people to develop self-confidence. Well, part of self-confidence is being confident in the changes that happen in your life because you are naturally evolving as a soul, but we don't know how to do that. Always. We feel like it's a bad thing. If we lose family members to like, not literally, but that they're no longer a part of our life or jobs, right. That are no longer synced up or a path. We have to grieve a path of life that we thought made a lot of sense. And all of a sudden we're on a totally different path. And that can be so, you know, alarming and such a big diversion that it's shocking to the system. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and the reason why it's shocking is because we are trained to get our value outside of ourselves, right? So losing people, losing jobs, not losing, letting go of jobs, letting go of particular people, letting go of things or ways of being in the world that no longer serves us, that feels very scary if those were the areas where we got our value. Then it's like, who am I I without these people that tell me I'm good, right? Am I really good if if these people don't think I'm good? Um, Am I successful? Am I doing enough if I'm not hearing that from my boss anymore? Because I started my own business, right? Like, so, so that's what's so powerful about your journey towards intuition. Because as you're doing this, as you're discovering the person that you are, you're also building a relationship with yourself and you're learning to love yourself and value yourself and take care of yourself. And then you don't need the same level of external validation um, that you did before. And so you can start to be comfortable in the quiet, in the unknown, in those moments where you feel fear because you've been working on and learning that, hey, remember there's a chance I could be enough. Remember what that felt like? You know, I'm here. I think I'm doing a good job. I think I'm enough as I am. I think I deserve love. And you can recalibrate to that. Um, and And then of course you attract people into your life who can love you, people and, and opportunities that can serve you and love you and support you in ways you never imagined possible. And then that love just grows and grows and grows and the confidence just grows. Um, the process to, to build that relationship. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And again, thank you for bringing this up. This is really prevalent in my life, but I think a lot of people's right now, I keep speaking to the fact, I really feel like 2024 is gonna be a big year. I feel this sense because the last four years have been this time of such tumultuous change. I feel like a lot of people have come online, if you will, in the past few years, recognizing their intuition, their psychic abilities, their connections. The world has changed a lot suddenly. And we've realized that maybe there's more to this than we realize. There's more to our own knowingness, our connection, all of that. But I feel like actual, we're getting over that period of the grief, of the shock. And we're moving into, okay, but now what will I do with it now that I'm more at peace with it? But Mm. this year for me was a lot of those last few disconnect with people in my life that just were no longer, they they just weren't aligned anymore. You know, 
really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So there we go. It's, it's a thing. It was a thing. And just as you spoke to it, it was so hard because I can't help but think like, why, why couldn't they accept me? Like, maybe I am bad. Maybe I did something wrong because they, you know, they just couldn't seem to, they, they told me that I should have done this differently, or I shouldn't speak about this. And, but in my heart and soul, I feel that I need to keep going in this direction. And in my heart and soul, my intuition says in the most gentlest way says, trust yourself. If you, if you, if you know that this is, you know, your highest path, if you trust yourself, then you have to let those people go. Because people are always going to challenge and talk down to things that they don't understand. They can't help it. That's what humans often do. So it takes so much courage to say, I hear you, yet I cannot bring keep you with me if you're going to keep needing to put me down for what I believe is true, right? Because yeah. that's, that's what happened for me is basically these people were like, okay, well, I get to tell you that I think that you're wrong and that I don't really respect you, but I want to keep you in my life. Like, yeah, but I'm just going to look down at you. And I had to say, mm. that's not okay with me. Mm. That's not okay that you get to have feel that you have the upper hand because I'm this out there person that's doing things that you consider illegitimate. Like that's because just as you said, when you let those people go, you find your community of people who embrace you and they say, I feel the same way that you do. I'm in, yeah. I'm digging this too. Let's do it together. I'm going to respect you a thousand percent just as you are. You know, that's yep. what I want to yep. be about. <laughs> yep. And you know what helped me a lot this year, Whitney? I started to, I mean, obviously there's grief and, and anger and confusion and all these feelings that deserve to be felt when we, you know, go through something like that, when, when we lose friends or whatever happens. But through that, one thing that was really helping me was this idea that like, I'm the one who broke the contract within the friendship because I changed. Yes. And how much did I grow? How amazing must I be doing if now I am strong enough, brave enough to be different, even though it's not going to be accepted? Like, wow. Yeah. Much. And they agreed to be friends with maybe a person that was a little more timid, maybe who was okay to play small or play herself down. But I, I changed. I, I became a different person who likes to be a little louder, who likes to be herself, who likes to be, um, be me. <laughs> yeah. People pleasing, right. More than making other people comfortable. I, you know, and, and how amazing is that, that we had those transformations and that everyone is, who's listening, I'm sure can relate on some level to this, this, experience of um growing growing into something new yes absolutely and it's so important but it's also so powerful and it's so needed it's so crucial you know you doing that is really is allowing the world to see that you know i'm ready to step forward because you no longer playing small and deciding that i'm ready to speak with authority, because I believe in what I'm saying. And I believe in the integrity of what I'm saying. I'm not saying it just to gain importance or notoriety. I'm saying it because I believe it needs to be said. And -hmm. I believe it can help a lot of people. And I don't think that that's wrong. Even if these people who used to know me as this voice and I just, you do. do. I'm saying, I'm saying I, but I mean, everyone. Yes. (laughs) Everyone collective. 
the we collective deserve, eye. We don't have a voice. We deserve to speak up. We deserve to be ourselves and to and to be changing and to grow. That's and and we need people in our life that are are here for that. Who are like, yes, who are you today? I love it. <laughs> and I bet you're a perfect person for someone to work with who's at that juncture of maybe they are starting to have those conflicts with friends. Because here's the thing, the crux that you had to get over was when you think you doubt yourself and you say, maybe they're right. Maybe I need to be quiet. Maybe I need to stay small like I was before. So I don't scare people away that I thought were my network, my family. You need support to help people say, listen to yourself. Listen to the voice inside, learn mm-hmm. to have the authority to say, no, no, I'm not going to continue playing that role for you so that your world makes sense. I need to go into this new world, this new experience that I'm feeling drawn towards that again, feels aligned with me, feels authentic to me, feels an in integrity with myself. And that's what matters. Cause then once you make that jump, just as you said, things start happening, clients start coming to you. People start coming to you. The world, a whole new world opens to you. More and more people are going yeah. to see that, but it's that crux. And I believe that you're probably, again, a wonderful person for people to work with who are at that juncture. So thank you for being you. Amazing. Oh, Emma. thank you. Thank you, Whitney. Yeah. So Emma, if people would like to work with you, find out more about your work, yourself, how can they find you? Yeah. So my website is emma dash andrews.com like a dash like the symbol and my instagram is at emma rw wait at emma rews that's my instagram so you can follow along join the community i mean if you're if you're going through something like we've been talking about join us come come follow along and be a part um i'd love to have you um in my community i'd love for, for you to um, to come and and take part in some of the amazing workshops and offerings that we have in 2024. Fantastic. Wonderful, Emma. Well, all that information will be in the show notes. So beautiful having you as a guest. Thank you so much for joining on the show. Thank you, Whitney. Thank you so much. That was so hey, fun. Emma, take good care. That wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening to Women Waken. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and come back for more. If you'd like to connect with the Women Waken community, you can find us on Instagram at Women Waken. And if you follow Women Waken, you can get a free tarot card reading if you just send a DM. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and don't forget to let your unique light shine into this world.